Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Lamed Bet. We will begin on Daf Lamed Aleph Amur Bet at the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah as follows: Hasholeach Eruvo Biyad Cheres Shoteve Katan. A guy who sends his Eruv to the place where he wants to be in the hand of a Cheres Shoteve Katan. The case over here is you have a a person who wants to be live outside the city. So, he wants to be able to walk, let's say, to the east of the city that he's in. And he needs to walk, let's say, 3,000 amot out of the room. The problem with walking 3,000 amot out is that your limit out of the city, sorry, he needs to walk, let's say, for example, 3,000 amot out of his city walls to go east. That's where he wants to walk on Shabbat. He's not going to carry. He wants to walk there. And the law of the Tehum allows him to go only 2,000. So what does he do? Before Shabbat, he'll go and put the Eruv Tehumim over there 2,000 Amot away, which allows him now to go 4,000 Amot out of his city east. because that became his new home, wherever he left that food. The Eruv Tehumim food becomes his new home. And he's allowed to walk He's allowed to walk that far. Now, as the guy is walking, he has to go there before Shabbat. What happens if the guy did not actually go there and leave the Eruv there before Shabbat? Instead, he decides he's going he's gonna to send his Eruv, he's going to send his peanut butter or his bread with a cheresh shote or katan, with a person who's either deaf or foolish, or is a minor, is under, 12, under 13 years old. Or, or in the hand of someone who doesn't agree with the rules of Eruv. Someone who's a kofer, doesn't agree with the Torah, and disagrees with the laws of Eruv. Eno Eruv. His Eruv does not work. Even if they get there afterwards, they see the peanut butter under the tree where it's supposed to be, the Eruv will not work. But let's say, instead of just sending the peanut butter to the tree with the cheresh, he tells the cheresh, go give the peanut butter to my friend, Ralph. And Ralph goes and puts it under the tree. Then, being that Ralph is neither a katan, he's certainly not a katan, and he's not a cheresh or shote either, so since it got finished by Ralph, then it's okay. That's called the Eruv. Ask the Gemara, the Katan law. Is it true you can't send the Katan to do the Eruv? Amar Avhuna. Katan goveta Eruv. A Katan is allowed when it comes to Eruv Chatserot, which is a totally different rule. But Eruv Chatserot works like this. Let's say a person has three houses opening up to one courtyard. You are allowed to send, the rule is that everyone, every house must contribute bread and deposit it in one of the houses called the Eruv. And that allows the people to carry in, the, in, in and out of the house to the courtyard. This Eruv is for carrying. When it comes to that Eruv, a Katan is allowed to be the one to collect the bread from each house to do it. So therefore, why, in our case of the peanut butter under the tree, can you not send it with the Katan? Answer the Gemara, Lo Kasha. Kan Be'eruv Tehomim. When you can't do it, that's Eruv Tehomim. Right? Over there, you have to make your Shabbat house there. And a kid or a chashu can't do it. 
When it comes to Yeruv Chatzilot, the whole point is to gather the food. When you gather the food, it automatically becomes one thing. Since you don't need any brains to do that, therefore, you... Therefore, you can send a katan to do it. We said in the Mishnah, it's the two dots on the top of... I'm sorry, we're, I'm sorry, we're still on the bottom over here. We, have to, we said two dots... Who's that? Man, the Kutim. The Kutim are people who did not listen to the laws of the Chachamim, and therefore they don't agree with the Ruv, they can't be the ones to bring the Ruv there. What if you told someone, in our case, we told Ralph to take it from the kid and put it where we want? Why aren't we worried that maybe the kid didn't bring it to Ralph? Right? How do we how do we know he did what he said? Okay. Says the Gemara, We're talking about a case where the owner who had the peanut butter gave it to the kid and he said, Go give it to Ralph, and he watched the kid and he saw him give it to Ralph. Just like he Chista said that in a different case. So to Hachanami, in our case, the case must be that he's watched him. Okay. Maybe we're worried that even though he took it from the kid, maybe he won't put it there. We have a chazaka that a person who accepts to do a job will always do that job. Just like Rechiel said that somewhere else, so asking him right now, oh, you make it like a set thing that a shliach always does his shlichut? Is that true? Where does that come from? Where are these laws mentioned? Titania, we learned in the bright Let's say a guy gave his iruv to an elephant. An elephant carried it to a monkey, and the monkey brought it there, and Ze'eruv, it doesn't work. Why not? It doesn't work because a monkey can't think. You got it there, but it can't be just placed there. It has to be placed there by someone who's thinking. But if you told someone else to take it, let's say you told someone else to take it from him, from the monkey. So certainly, if it works from a monkey, it'll work from a katan. Maybe the animal won't bring it. You saw the animal bring it. Maybe the guy won't take it from the animal. We have a chazaka that when someone accepts a job, they're going to do the job. They're not going to take it and do it somewhere else. Amr of Nachman. B'shel Torah, en chazaka, shiach oseh shukuto. According to Rav Nachman, this that we said that we assume a guy's going to do his job, we can only do that if the whole job that we're talking about is a job de Ravanan. But had it been a job de Oraita, let's say we're talking about something that if the guy didn't do it, you'd be doing Yisur de Oraita. No. B'shel Sofrim, but when it's Deroran, we do. 
That's according to Rav Nachman. Rav Sheshit Amar, Echad Zeh Ve'echad Zeh, Shliach Oseh Shlichuto. Regardless of which one, we assume the Shliach does the Shlichut. Amar Rav Sheshat, Rav Sheshat is going to prove that we do it even on the Oraitas. The Tanan we learned in the Mishnah. Mishikarava Omer Hutar HaKeresh Miyad, HaKadash Miyad. Generally, the Korban HaOmer, which is a Korban that takes place on the second day of Pesach, allows a person to eat of the new wheat that was planted that year. It's called Chadash. Nowadays, we don't, it becomes allowed the next day. In the olden days, when we had the Beit HaMikdash, the Korban HaOmer, which took place on the second day of Pesach, is what allows the new wheat to be eaten. Okay? And let's say you live far from Yerushalayim, and you can't tell whether or not they brought the Korban, because you can't see it. You live, let's say, in Haifa. You could presume that the thing was offered on Chatzot of the day that, we, that it happened. The rule of not eating Chadash is from the Torah. The rule that you have to eat Yashan is from the Torah. So we should be strict. We allow them to eat from Chatzot. Why we allow them to eat from Chatzot? Why are we worried that maybe the Kohanim messed up and didn't bring the Korban? You're going to say that a guy who lives in Haifa on the second day of Pesach could eat new wheat after Chatzot. Why? Well, for sure the Kohanim must have done the Korban. Who, you must be using Shliach Hosei Shlichuto. You must be using the rules that the Shliach has to do with Shlichut. How do you know that? I thought you don't say it on Deoraita. Obviously, you say it even on Deoraita. For Rav Nachman. So then how does Rav Nachman disagree? Says the Gemara, Hatim Kani Because when it comes to the mitzvot of Korbanot, we know that the Betin of the Kohanim will not allow the people to be late with it. But that doesn't mean that we always say Shliach Hosei Shlichuto. Okay. And others say the opposite. Amr Av Nachman. Amr Av Nachman. Mina Aminala. Where can I prove to you that we don't say it on Deoraitas? Tektani Taima. The fish Yodin. She'en Betin. Mit Alzimbo. Because we know it says in the Brighton the reason why you're allowed to have it in Haifa after Chatzot because the people are, are not Matzim. Betin udlo Matzim. That means that Betin will not procrastinate. Hashliach betatzel bo. So you see that Shliach doesn't always do Shlichuto. And we don't assume it. Rav Shesh Rabach. Betin ad palga di Yoma. Says Rav Shesh. If we're assuming it's because of Betin, Betin wouldn't let it go till Chatzot. Shliach kula Yoma. The Shliach, thank you so much. Yavdu Chamim. The Shliach is kula Yoma. The Shliach has all day. So therefore, the, according to Rav the reason why, really, there's a rule of shliach osesh lichoto, that the shliach can do what he want, will always do what he wants. But the reason why the Mishnah mentions that the Betin's not going to let it go is because the, the Mishnah wants to allow it by Chatzot. If it was only up to the, if it was only up to the, Betin, the Shliach, it would have been till the end of the day. The Haifa people would have to wait till sunset to eat it. The fact that we left from Chatzot is because of the Betin. But the fact that we mentioned Betin is only to make it Chatzot, not to, not to say that Shliach doesn't do Shliach but Shliach of course does Shliach but not always right away on time. 
That's how Rav Sheshit will go back against Rav Nachman. How can I prove to you we say it on the right? As the Tanya we learned, a woman who gave birth or had ziva, she could bring her money and put it in the shofar, and then she could dip in the mikveh and she could eat kodesh in the afternoon. Even though she was Asur, we assume that if she puts the money in, the Kohanim must have bought the Korban for her. This lady needs the Korban to get done for her. So we're going to assume that the lady put the money in the box in the Beit HaMikdash. She's allowed to go home and eat Tinuma. Now it's Doraita. Isn't it because we assume that the Shliach did the Shlichut? Right? And therefore we see that even on a Deoraita, which is the law of not eating, a woman who's Tameh and not eating Kodshim is a law of Deoraita. And yet we're going to let her go home, eat the Kodesh Korban, and we're not worried that maybe uh, the, the Korban never got offered. Obviously, Sheikh Hosei Shekhuto. So what does Rav Nachman say back? Rav Nachman says, Hatam Rav Shameh. That's not the proof. There, the rules like Rav Shameh, Dhamma Rav Shameh, Omdim Misham Ad Sheikhlu Koma Ocha Shafar. The rule is that the Kohanim have to stay there until they use all the money. And therefore, we're relying on the Betin, and we're not relying on a Shliach. A Shliach, you can't necessarily prove. Another try. I'll prove it to you. The time we learned. The guy says, go get some figs from my fig tree. The guy's allowed to eat it. Because it doesn't need Tinumah. Because you're not eating it in a set manner. And if he eats them as a meal, then he has to, se- he has to separate ma'asir uh, from him. If a guy says, go fill up a basket with tenim, he can still eat it. And when he separates tenumah, it's like demai. Because maybe the guy's separated tenumah. When did we say this? If the guys are According to Rebbe, if the guy who told you to fill it up is a chaver, a tamir chacham, then you don't have to worry about it. You could assume that he, you could assume that he separated tenuma. Rashbag Omer, according to Rashbag Omer, says, When did these words said? But if it's a chaver, you have to assume, you have to take ma'asad. Because we, like we said, we mentioned before, it's very dangerous for a person to take off ma'asad from something when it's not next to him. And therefore, we assume that the guy, when the guy told you to fill it up, he wants you to take Maser, because he wouldn't take away Maser in a remote area, because by taking remote Maser, it's dangerous that someone might end up eating it. I'm a Rebbe. I think I'm more right than Rashbag, my father. It's better to suspect a Chaver of separating remotely, and it doesn't mean that he's going to feed a guy tevil? According to you, when you say the guy has to separate, that means I told you to fill it up and I go, let you go eat tevil? So that's the brighter. Again, a machloka between Rebbe and his father Rashbag, whether when a guy tells some, 
tells another person to fill up a basket from his tree, do we assume that the, the guy, if the guy was a chaver, he separated tiruma, or we don't, we don't assume that? So it says, One holds that we suspect them that they separate, that they separate remotely. Everyone agrees that if the guy said he was going to do it, he did it. So you see that everyone agrees, even on Deoraita, because separating Tiruma is Deoraita. For Rav Nachman, what is Nachman going to say back? There, the reason why we do it is because there's a separate rule that if you go to a rabbi, he's not going to take anything that's not fixed out of his thing. He's not going to give you something that still needs work. You come to someone's house, he's not going to feed you something that you have to, you have to do something to make it kosher. And therefore, we rely on that chazaka, but we don't necessarily do it. Okay. Amar Mord, we mentioned before, that that's only true by Amar Aretz. Rebbe says you can eat it by a chaver, you don't have to worry. When this that we said, that when the, if an Amar Aretz told a guy to, to take some figs, who would he tell it to? If he's telling Amar Aretz, would he listen to you to my Amar Aretz will never do it. He's talking to a rabbi to do it. So if so, aim a sefer. If so, what about the sefer? When when Rebbe told told and he's told us that I think I'm more right than my father. Why? We should suspect a chaver to take teruma. Shalom in a mukaf. It's better that the chaver will take him. Don't feed Amar Aretz Tevel. Sounds like Amar Aretz, not my Bayatam. Where's the Amar Aretz? I thought we said the, the, the case was that he's giving it to a rabbi. Amar Avinas, so or Avina explains the answer like this. The first case was talking about uh, Amar Aretz who, who owned the, the, the orchard, and he's telling a, a chaver, telling a rabbi to fill up the basket of fruits. And the safe is the opposite. Safe is the chaver shamal amaretz. The chaver acher shamoh. And another, he was telling an amaretz, and a different chaver overheard him. So, Rebbe Sabar, Rebbe holds, Oto chaver ochel ve'enotzich la'asen. That chaver could eat the fruits, figs. He doesn't have to do tamasid. Divadai isuri masid have chaver kama because obviously he must have taken tumah from it. Rashbag says lo yachal al He can't do it till he eats it. Fishilon nechshu chaverim letrom shlom el mukaf v'amalei rebbe mutav shechshu chaverim letrom shlom el mukaf va'ayichliu amaritz klai. We don't. That's why we said don't feed amaritz because it's a chaver who. Who overheard Amaris? The case is not that he spoke to the Amaris. The reason why it was confusing is because we said that you wouldn't feed a chaver this food. But on the other hand, you're telling Amaris. So the case was that you were t- talking to the Amaris and the chaver overheard, and therefore he's going to go eat, and that's why we're not worried about it. Now, says the Gemara, what's the case? Rabbi Savad. It's better to do a small isur of separating Maaseh remotely in order to avoid making 
Amaaretz eat tevil. When you tell her to eat it, there's a problem. Rashbag savad nichle devir amaaretz. He said, let the amaaretz do a big yisur. The iu afilu sarakila. So he doesn't do anything wrong. So according to Rebbe, the fact that you're doing a remote thing, that's a small avera. We'd rather you do a small avera in order for an amaaretz not to do a big avera of eating tevil. And according to Rashbag, the question is really over here, really, what's more important? Do you worry about yourself not doing anything wrong and let the Amaraz do what he wants? Or we worry about... And therefore we're worried about Amaraz as much as myself. So therefore if we, we treat ourselves together, then we would be worried about either one. And we wouldn't let any Avera happen at all. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.